Hello, and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Tanya. And I'm Carrie. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee or maybe some hot chocolate. This is episode number 81. Today we'll be discussing our top three plans for relaxation and rejuvenation over winter break. And in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and out of the music room. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started. So now it's time to share some highs and lows of the school week. And this was our last week of teaching children before winter break. We have a couple of work days coming up here, but we will not be seeing children again for a while. So what do you have, Tanya, from your last week or two of teaching? Okay. Well, okay. This is just a low from the last week specifically. Um, Yeah, it's a low. So we've been teaching over Zoom remotely or Google Meets or, you know, what have you. Um, And I'm on Zoom and I don't know. Okay. So I was doing a, a, um, I was doing a bingo with my third graders and I set up a jam board so that I could have, you can have up to 20 pages in jam board and you can put a different bingo card on each page. And, you know, it seems like a great solution. And then you just tell, go and tell the students, okay, so-and-so you're on page one, you're on page two. And that way you can also check the Jamboard and make sure. Anyway, I had used Jamboard with my third graders one time before when we were face-to-face. And so I thought, okay, well, we've used Jamboard. They've, they've explored Jamboard. And so we don't have to have that whole getting to know Jamboard time. I just wanted to get into the bingo time. So I am demonstrating like how they could mark their card. So this was my first mistake. I um, thought that it would be a fine thing for them to pick a highlighter or a marker and mark off songs as we heard them. Not so much. Um, (laughs) And these are very sweet kids. They're not, I mean, I don't think they were trying to be malicious. Once I showed them and reminded them of the drawing tools and the highlighting tools, and we're all on the same jam board, they all started scribbling on it and highlighting and and just going crazy on it. And on it was, cards that weren't theirs, on other people's on cards, cards that weren't theirs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just showed them. I was trying to just demo just real quick on card number one. I'm like, no one's going to have card number one. Let's just see what it's you know what what we're doing here. And I'm just showing you, oh, look, you can take the paintbrush and pick your color. And then if you hear, um, you know, the dreidel song, then you circle or you can do a little X or you can highlight. Yeah. Easy. They would not stop scribbling all over the place um, while I was talking. And it was like they stopped listening to me and their eyes glazed over and they're just scribbling and coloring. And and I had to throw the jam board away because Aww. I kept saying, um, students, now, now we need to get to the game part. And now we're going to, no, let's all, everyone take your hands away from the, I mean, it was just, this was the worst discipline issue I've, I've had, um, over zoom or remote teaching is that they just would not stop coloring. Um, That's it was a so bummer. weird. It what is grade, a bummer. What grade did you say that was? 
This was third grade. Yeah. Cause I, I did the same activity and I, I didn't have that issue much. Like the very first time I opened the jam board and I was kind of doing the same thing. Um, a couple kids started messing and I was like, if this continues, the game is over. And then they stopped. I don't know. I guess I scared That's me. That's awesome. I, I said that. <laughs> I know. I mean, me. it I depends mean- on the group. I know. I just happen to have groups, I guess, who handled it. Okay. Something else that I think helped if, if listeners out there are thinking about doing something like this and you do want to try a Jamboard is I, I put a sticky note on each card with the kid's name on it. I don't know if that like ownership piece helped them to know like, this is my card. I can do whatever I want on my card. I don't know. Yeah, well, I had done it the day before with fourth graders. And I actually, um, with that group, uh, I didn't put stickies on. I just told them which card was theirs. And I said, now go put your name on it. Like, yeah. go use a text box or go put a sticky. Or I had them do it because I wanted to give them that ownership of their card. And it worked fine. Yeah. It was not a, not a thing the day before. Um, and so what I did for the next day is I um, duplicated a bunch of transparent snowflakes for them to be markers on the board. And I still had a little bit of issue with it. But it was I was just dumbfounded because I'm like, what? They are possessed by this, I don't know, the ability to collectively scribble on something. So yeah, yeah that was that was a, that was one of those uh, at the end of class because I, I changed gears and we went to the next thing and we didn't even play the game that day. Yeah. Um, but at the end of class, I just kind of put my head down and went, "What the? What just happened?" <laughs> and, oh, that's all right. Live and learn. And, and you, Carrie, did well, you have a high or a low to share? My, I was also going to go low, <laughs> just, just so folks out there know that this is, you know, this is real life. So, um, my low is is just more of kind of a general low. I was just a little frustrated about how little I saw my students in this last rotation. They 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 changed our schedule on us um, district wide at the elementary level by adding these upcoming work days, which of course I'm extremely thankful for extra work time. And I think it's good that the elementary kids are not actually going to be in school the Monday and Tuesday before Christmas because they're tired, they're burnout. They've been online for the past, what has it been? Four weeks, three weeks, something like that. Three and weeks. We're all just, you know, tired and burnout. So I understand. But what that ended up doing is taking away a couple more days in this particular rotation. And then particularly at the third grade level, the night, you know, the week of that I was supposed to see them for the four, you know, live synchronous classes that I was supposed to see them, I found out, oh, they're testing for two of those. So this particular third grade group, I only got to see live twice compared to the rotation before that at my other school, those third graders I saw eight times. So I'm, you know, like if, when I'm trying to sync up my lessons between my two schools or even two rotations at the same school, you know, if there's uh, one or two extra lessons for one group or one or two less lessons, you know, you can kind of make it work and keep everyone on the same page, but now we are officially not on the same page and it just frustrates me. <laughs> yeah, it is so hard. A control freak. And I know it's out of my control and I know I need to let it go. I know all these things. I tell myself these things all the time, but I still get frustrated <laughs> knowing that when I see this group again, I now have to do all these things that I didn't get to before winter break, you know, 
it's just I, I presented Tika Tika to one group of third graders and I didn't get to present Tika Tika to this group. So now I got to figure out how am I going to make it work? And it's okay that they're on two different pages, but it just makes it a planning nightmare for me. So that's yes. my frustration right now. I know it's I no one's, but yeah, that, that is, yes, that, that is tricky. Yeah. And, and that's also the reality of being at two different schools that plays into that as well. Yeah. And this um, is you're doing that. So I'm, I'm still adjusting to that world for sure. But yeah, that's my frustration. I understand. And now it's time for our main theme where we are focused on our three um, relax and rejuvenation ideas that we have for the upcoming winter break. It is very much needed that we relax and rejuvenate and unplug. And um, so we won't be talking. If you're here to hear all of the fantastic music teaching ideas, this ain't it today. Yeah. Um, this is the all... <laughs> <laughs> this is the fantastic, not teaching, let's recharge ideas. So we were just going to each quickly drop like our three favorite ways that we really plan on, on doing this rejuvenation. Um, Carrie, tell me what's one of your ways that you want to do. Um, I will say something, but before I do, I also just want to mention that the reason why we're doing this top three thing is because this this December marked the three year anniversary of our podcasting journey. So was it December? Time, I thought it was earlier. Well, I, I'm I'm confused on what exactly our anniversary is because I think <laughs> when we recorded our first episode versus when we dropped our first episode. Oh, okay. Let's go with when it dropped. So. Yeah, when we first dropped, I think we dropped like two or three episodes at once. We did. Quickly. So anyway. It's been three years, no matter how you slice it. Yeah, three years since we have been podcasting. So that's why if you've noticed a little top three theme, that's because me and my cheesy brain, I, I love a series. And so we <laughs> top three series and we've done it for three episodes. So now it's done. We can move on with life after that. Right. I'll work so you, went, you won't hear from us till four next year. <laughs> All right. So on to, on to the topic at hand. So I just posted a silly thing about this on our Instagram, but my exciting new adventure is cross-stitching. I, I love it. And I used to do it as a kid. Um, and now as an adult, I have rediscovered cross-stitching. You know, there's lots of Etsy shops and patterns that you can get. And a lot of them are sassy and have you know, profanity on them. I don't necessarily go that route because I do want to display them in my home. And I do have children who I don't necessarily want to see profanity on cross-stitching. You but could do asterisks. That'd be cute. Yeah. So um, I finished my first pattern and boy, I, I got a little, I got a little overzealous because I picked kind of a hard one for my first one in a long time. But I just want to give a shout out to the Etsy shop that I purchased this from, um, Sassy Stitch Boutique. And we'll link to this in the show notes, her Etsy shop. She has a bunch of really great Schitt's Creek ones and, you know, pop culture references, a lot with profanity. But they're very, like, flowery profanity, which is always a funny thing. So anyways, um, as a nod to... My, my other favorite podcast besides us, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my favorite murder, I did a cross-stitch of Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, which is, you know, their tagline. So anyways, I just, I find cross-stitching to be a lovely thing to do while we're sitting around 
watching movies, whatever, to keep my hands busy other than scrolling mindlessly through my phone. And I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. All right, Tanya, how about you? Um, I'm going to be kind of typical and a little dull, but uh, I've been reading more uh, recently. And like a couple of years ago, I really made it an intention to read more because I really enjoy reading and it had got I'd gotten away from it because it's so easy to just do other things and say you have no time but I've been reading in a multitude of ways I love audiobooks and I do have an audible account so I'm making sure that I am using it and listening um, to books that I enjoy and I'm you know I can be very picky um, about the narration so it's a good thing to always listen before you commit yourself to an audiobook do the little sample that you can do so I'm about to finish an audiobook and I'm about to finish a book on Kindle which is Kindle is not my favorite way to read because I like real books um I don't know I just like holding the book I really like seeing how far I've read and how much I have to go and it's just different on a Kindle but I'm trying to embrace that way of reading especially when you see like a deal for a book you want to read and it's only three dollars on a Kindle or you could buy um, the paper copy and have it cluttering up your house for like 12 bucks and so anyway I'm reading uh, more and I'm also inspired because I have a Goodreads account and I set up a goal for myself to a a reading challenge that I was going to read 25 books by the end of the year. And for some people, you know, I know that's not much, but for me, that's big. And um, I'm about to uh, finish like my 22nd book. So I need two more books before January 1st. You'll get there. You'll totally get So if anybody, and I know that sounds like, like, oh, that's a relaxing thing is to put pressure. No, no, no. I just, I just have to. I'd ha- I just want to read, and um, this is inspiring me to really chunk out some quality time to read. So if anybody wants to friend me on Goodreads, who am I on Goodreads? I think I'm just Tanya Lejeune. I'm, I'm kind of boring on there. But uh, please feel free to give me recommendations. I have been reading quite a lot of um, time travel and alternate timelines and um, time slip books lately, which I love. So I always love those recommendations, but I'm thinking that maybe I need to like pivot and, and read some books that aren't about people um, traveling through time and slipping in and out of, of centuries and whatever. So yeah, um, fiction mostly, but I, I do like some nonfiction, uh, but yeah, so I'm going to be reading, reading, reading. Do you have any particular titles of something you've recently finished or about to finish? Are you really going to mention that later? Am I stealing your coda? No, no, I wasn't going to mention it in my coda. Um, I am about to finish this book that came out this year called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig, H-A-I-G, Haig or Haig. Um, And it's about a woman who gets to explore alternate uh, lifetimes. And I'm listening to it, and it's uh, narrated by Carrie Mulligan. And you can't go wrong, because she's Carrie Mulligan. And she could, you know, read the phone book, and it would be fascinating. So, um, yeah, I have, like, 45 minutes left of that book, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, Yeah. So, and then I'm also reading a book of Christmas short stories by Connie Willis that my sister gifted me. That's kind of kooky and, and fun. Nice. 
All right. Well, let's move on to our second recommendations of things or things we're going to do. Tanya, what's your number two on your list? Okay. Now uh, this sounds a little um, different. Uh, This time of year, traditionally, my extended family, we take a train trip. We travel from Denver by train to Glenwood Springs, which is a little mountain town. And it's known for its hot springs pools which are just awesome and huge. And um, the hot springs pools are open all year round. And we stay at the Hotel Colorado, which is this very historic um, hotel. And so the train trip is wonderful. And we spot bald eagles on the way. And it's all snowy. And um, my dad's a train guy. So this is with my dad and my stepmother and my sister and her husband and my step. Uh, brother and his wife and their children and our children and so there's like 12 of us on the train around this time every year and so it's like almost a full day's train ride to Glenwood Springs and then we stay like two days and and enjoy the hot springs and and eat out and and just have a good time and then we take the train back so um, this has been a tradition for over a decade in my family we're not doing that this year yeah. And we're all a little bit bummed about it. And so um, me and my daughter mostly decided that we were going to do a virtual train trip. And we are going to set up our living room like it's the train um, car. And we're going to do some of the things that have been like uh, things that we always do on the train. Like we we bought some burgers in a bag because that's what you get from the snack car. And my son's a big fan of them. They're kind of gross, but, um, <laughs> uh, so, and we, we went, um, I went on YouTube and found like, you know, two hour long train through the winter landscape mountains videos that we're going to have playing. So we're going to do our, our train trip in, um, our living room and we're going to try to, um, oh, we're going to play board games cause we usually do that. And we're going to get on zoom, um, with the rest of the family and do some online uh, gaming. My my dad is into these not not shoot 'em up games, not Minecrafty games, but like these. I don't know how you say these heavy duty like this takes three hours games type of of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're planning that, and my my daughter especially is is all about it, and we are. Oh, here's my favorite part. We have to clean our rooms really well. Oh, yes. We are going to leave the house, walk out the door, and come back in as if we're in the hotel and um, go to our rooms. I love that. (laughs) And then we joke about how, you know, we're going to crank up the heat um, because, of course, this old hotel that we stay in, it's always either really cold or really hot. I mean, that's part of its charm, right? Right. but so we're just trying to bring some of those touches of the train trip uh, to our own because we're going to be missing it. And this is going to be the day after Christmas. And I think I'm I'm doing more planning for the train, the virtual train trip than I am for Christmas, which is fine. I love it. I still want to know what you guys are going to do for the for the virtual hot springs experience. Are each are you each going to take a turn in the bathtub? I don't know. I, I... <laughs> I've been thinking about that. And yesterday, my my husband, Craig, he was like, um, we need to that sulfur smell. How are we going to get that sulfur smell? And I went, oh, my gosh. That's where I'm drawing the line. It smells the like eggs. It smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. 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 So just 
no, you need, that's not part of the experience you need. No, that's awesome. I love it. Yes. So anyway, it's an ordeal to plan, but it'll be, it'll be fun. And what about you, Carrie? What's your, another thing that you're going to do? Well, kind of, well, similar lines as far as like recreating experiences that you would normally do out and about. Um, We have a lot of virtual concerts that we're going to be watching over the next couple of weeks. So Tanya and I, our children are both in the Colorado Children's Chorale, and they just released their uh, holiday concert that you can watch. You have to purchase a ticket for it, rightfully so. Um, So we need to do that. The kids are very excited to see the fruits of their labors. They did lots of recording of all these little videos that have been put together by someone who has way more patience than I do. Well, and someone who's probably getting paid to do it. Um, So anyways, we need to watch that. Also, there's usually the Colorado Symphony does a big holiday concert with the, um, there's a symphony chorus. And then some of the children's chorale choirs get to perform in that as well. And this year, my son got to go. There were a couple of kiddos who they had go and do, um, they recorded like a little, They weren't singing. It was more like a little acting gig because one of the featured solos, Devin DeSantis, was doing a uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas uh, musical performance, and they needed children like he was reading them the story. So my son got to go and sit in Betcher Concert Hall, and it was so special for him because he hadn't been in Betcher Concert Hall for quite some time, and it it was really nice for him to get to go do that. So we plan on watching those. Also, the... uh, the Colorado Ballet is doing a couple of Nutcracker streaming performances. So kind of a laundry list of all of these things that we want to watch that we would normally try to go to in person, but can't. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize the the Nutcracker was going to be happening. That's awesome. Uh, A couple of of days that they said that they were going to show it. I don't know if it's free or not. That part I haven't looked into. Um, and like this afternoon, my nieces have a harp recital. So we're going to be watching that on their Zoom link, you know? So it's like all of these little things. And, and that way, it's kind of nice because normally I wouldn't get to see their harp recital because they live in Wisconsin. So, you know, this is kind of a nice thing about the situation we're in is we might get to see things that we might not normally see. But then, of course, you miss that experience of getting all dressed up and going to the concert hall and getting your hot chocolate with your candy cane sticking in it and, you know. All those things that we normally do. It's been a little sad, obviously, for those of us who are musicians and active in the arts, but it is what it is. We're making it work. Yeah. You can still get dressed up just in your living room. That's true. See, I hadn't gone so far to like recreate that experience. I was actually kind of more looking forward to not getting dressed up, but still like making popcorn and having hot chocolate and making it special that way. Exactly. Cool. Okay, so tell us another um, relaxation, rejuvenation plan you have. Well, this is <laughs> this is obvious and, and generic, but I, I plan on doing a lot of binge watching of things. So recently, um, we upgraded our phone plan or something. I don't even know. My my husband went to the store and came home and said, "Hey, we have HBO Max now," and I was like, "Okay, cool." So I guess it was part of our upgrade with our phones. I don't know. He's telling me we're not paying more for it, but I think I need to see the bill. <laughs> But what that means is we have access to a whole bunch of stuff that I haven't had access to before. Can you have a viewing party with me? What do you want to view? Um, there were some things that I, I can't remember right now. But I keep hearing or seeing ads and hearing ads, and I'm like, oh, I want to see that. And they're like on HBO Max. And I'm like, oh, man. 
I know. I feel like I'm joining the rest of the world in some ways. So yeah, the things that I plan on watching have been out for a while, but I'm excited because they're like books that I've read. So like, for example, I just started watching um, the Sharp Objects miniseries because I had read that book. And then, um, oh, shoot, what's it called? Is it Big Little Lies? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Oh, yes, yes. I wanted to see that one too. Yeah, so it's like all of these these books that have series on HBO. I'm like, yeah, I finally get to watch those. I don't know if I'm going to jump into Game of Thrones. That might be a little too much. And I keep talking to my husband, like, do you want to watch this? And he's like, no, because he said the books aren't done yet. And he has this whole thing about watching a show or starting a book series if it's not being finished written because he read some series by some person I don't even know what it was and the author died before it finished and so he he's like jaded now and scarred for life as far as like <laughs> making sure that a series is finished before he starts it because he doesn't want to be left hanging <laughs> um so I don't know. I might Game of Thrones by myself or I might not. But yeah, so I'm just excited. I mean, and then, of course, there's other things that I want to watch. I recently discovered that Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the, the TV series, it's, I think it's on Prime. It's on something. And I never watched that. And I have a lot of people who say that I would like that. It's kind of up my... I'm sure you would. My, my sister, you know, is like an ultimate fan. And she had a podcast all about it. No, I mean, people are, are really into this stuff, and, and I think that would just be, like, a, a fun thing, too, for me to watch. And anyway, so I have lots of things on my list, and now I have another streaming service. Like, I don't need that in my life at all. But this is a great time to binge watch things. It's kind of what winter break is made for, especially in this year of quarantining and staying home. So I'm yes. not going to feel guilty about it at all. Of course. No. No. Do what you want, man. Yeah. All right, Tanya, and how about you? What's your third and final plan? Okay, well, um, yeah. So the third thing that I would like to do is start considering um, any kind of things that I want to kind of uh, be intentional about for next year, but also um, look over things that I had planned to do this year and kind of take stock of how that went. And so this time last year, or maybe it was close to this time last year, we talked about a 20 for 2020 list. And we took this idea from um, Gretchen Rubin, uh, who has the happiness uh, podcast, Happier is what it's called. Um, and it's just, it's not exactly New Year's resolutions. It's just like, here are some things that I want to happen in 2020. And being that this was such a very unique year, it's kind of humorous to look at the list it's and weird. go, yeah, and say, okay, here are the things that um, that I did, and here are the things that there's no way I could have done them because of COVID, and it's just it's it's a um, very interesting uh, way to to view the year that just happened. So, yeah. and I know you have your list as well. I do. You told me to get it, so I have it ready. I'm I'm not normally, you know, like a list maker. Like I remember when you asked me to do this last year, I was a little like, oh, about it because I just I get so down on myself when I can't finish my lists. I get very I get very frustrated with myself. But like you said, this year, I mean, it's kind of like if if you don't laugh, you cry. So it's I mean, it's and it is. I mean, there's so many on here that were completely out of my control. And there's some things on here that I did modified. And there's some things on here that I was kind of forced to do that I actually might not have done if it wasn't for COVID. Should we talk about a few examples? 
Well, I was going to say, um, can we chunk it? I'll talk about my first five real quick and yeah. then we'll talk about your five and then we'll go down the list. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So on my list, I have on the piano, learn to play life on Mars and river. And I didn't do that. And okay. there's no good reason. All right. Number two, give blood. I did. I gave blood twice and that was great. And, and I'm going to keep on giving blood. Um, I just did that like two weeks ago and, and they, they, uh, are running it very well at this place I go to. And, and that's something I can do that I like. All right. Number three, try two new to me songs per grade level every month. Um, I'm a little split on whether or not I got that done because I didn't exactly try two new to me songs, but I definitely tried two new to me, um, techniques or, um, tech things. So I'm kind of giving myself, um, a halfway. Yeah, I did that because I learned a lot of, uh, new things that I brought into the classroom and over the zoom. All right. Number four, take Google Classroom training. Now, I did not do this officially, but I'm giving myself this one because I learned a lot about Google Classroom and I think I'm running a pretty good Google Classroom or several Google Classrooms. Um, I think I know what I'm doing. I have been to some, um, not official trainings, but some classes offered by our district and uh, I noticing that like, oh, you know what? I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. So, I mean, I always take away one or two little things, but I think I'm pretty up to snuff on the Google classroom. All right. Number five, host a dinner party. Yeah, no COVID, but maybe we can count my birthday, Carrie, cause, cause you and Jeremy came over. We did. So that was like... It was an official dinner party. What did we, I don't Oh, we had Indian food takeout. Does that count? Games. It was lovely. Yeah. So those are my, my first five. <laughs> All right. Well, my first five, um, my number one was organize my resource books. And I actually did do this because I had a student teacher um, in January and February of last year, and he helped me do it. And I used it as an excuse of, well, hey, you get to know all of these resources by helping me catalog them. The funny thing is, you know, I did this in my classroom before, first of all, I knew I was traveling between two schools. And of course, second, before I knew COVID was happening. So I organized all these books and I put labels on my bookshelves. So like, these are where my song collections go. These are where my Kodai methodology books go. And then they all just ended up getting scooped up and put in a big box and taken home anyways but someday they'll go back to school and they'll go back on my my shelves um number two is read kodai today like the like actually read it cover to cover and haven't done that yet someday um number three walk more i i did this definitely more in the summer and the fall we have not been good about it since it's been a little snowy and cold my husband loves to get bundled up and go for walks it's the wisconsin in him and i'm just like mm, no it's cold so <laughs> i haven't been walking a lot lately but i did i do think we did more walking um than we had before when we were in quarantine and there wasn't a lot more to do Number four was try more recipes. And I actually do feel like we've been doing really well with this. Something that I started doing just for me, not because anyone asked me to, is when I do my meal planning on Sunday, because I am that person, I have my whole family, they get to go through, I have a lot of cookbooks. So they just go through cookbooks and they each pick a recipe and then it goes on the menu. They don't necessarily help me make it, but I actually really like to cook. And my time in the kitchen by myself is like my, my me time. So I don't mind it at all. It's not like I feel like I'm a, you know, 
I'm, I'm at the service of my family. I just do it because I like it, but it's been good because we've been trying a lot more recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, number five was sleep. And I think what I meant by that was like set a better bedtime and actually stick to it. Nope. I'm still horrible about this. I still stay up way too late doing dumb things. So that's still a goal. All right. All right. What's your next five then, Tanya? Okay, my next five, not so good. Um, revise <laughs> and overhaul my level one drop box and switch over to Google. Okay, so that didn't happen. And we did not have Kodai levels at Colorado State University. So, I mean, I could blame that. Um, I'm, I need accountability and knowing that I'm going to be teaching a specific course definitely would give that to me, but um, yeah, I didn't do that. All right, uh, organize my Spotify p- playlists. Uh, no, no, not really, and I need to do that. Um, create music teacher coffee talk merchandise. Oh no, we still haven't done that. We still haven't done that. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, okay. Uh, learn to play ukulele. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a master, but I'm on my way. Um, and I've brought it into the classroom and played with kids and I, I am, I am ahead of the kids and that's good. So yeah, I wouldn't say that I've mastered the ukulele by any means, but yeah, I, I can play. All right. Uh, and then use the one second every day app. So there's this app that I did start using and this was the year to do that where you have a, you use a one second video every single day. So um, I was really good about this until about October, uh, but it's very interesting. And, and I can still go back and add to it for sure. The problem was um, I was taking so many videos that my iPhone and my um, drive were getting like really like clogged. I was getting that, you're almost full. Why don't you buy more, you know, um, storage, which is frustrating. But so yeah, it's very interesting because you see one second of every single day. And I definitely have the whole like, here we are at the Oak Conference. Here I am back at school for a couple of days. Oh, here's some empty um, grocery store shelves. Oh, look, here's people wearing masks. Oh, here's like no people. I mean, it's very, that that's really very, very interesting to see. This was the year to do that one second every day. That's awesome. Oh, is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your turn now. Okay. So um, number six was update my concept plans. Um, Kind of been doing that. I mean, definitely there has been some knowing better and doing better as far as removing lots of songs from my concept plans that I have found to be harmful in some way and replacing with new stuff, but it's still a work in progress. Um, Shore up my recorder unit. That didn't happen because we're not teaching recorder at all. And I'm fine with that. It's not my favorite thing to teach anyways. Um, so that's on pause. Um, I have play dulcimer and then I have play ukulele following it. Um, I went through a little dulcimer kick early on in quarantine, but I haven't played much since. But I have been playing ukulele a lot more. I think it's a really great instrument for accompanying, especially on Zoom. I think it just brings like an extra little bit of energy to especially when they're muted and and it's just weird when it's just me singing all by myself so I have been playing my ukulele a lot more especially on zoom and then number 10 makes me sad is have a family vacation we were supposed to actually do a a Disneyland vacation and we we don't do big family vacations like this very often so pretty bummed that we didn't get to do that 
my kids still tell us often we owe them a Disney trip. <laughs> we, we know, and we still want to go. I just hope that we can go when my son, who's 11 now, I mean, I guess Disney's one of those places that it's going to appeal to all ages in different ways, but I'm just, I'm worried that there's going to be a point where he's really not going to want to go. Like, not really, but he'll still go, but just be a surly teenager. And I wanted to go before he was a surly teenager, but whatever. It is what it is. That can still happen. Yeah. 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 All right. Next slide, oh. Tanya. All right. Uh, create a 2019 photo book. Now, okay, I haven't done this, but I was looking at this and talking about it, and um, my my daughter was like, I'll do that with you. And so I think I can push and get this done before January 1st. So I'm going to do that. All right. Uh, learn Infinite Campus. And I crossed that out because I was like, you know what? There's no need. There was a big need when I was teaching middle school. And now I don't really need to to be skilled in Infinite Campus. So that's kind of like, eh. Mm. All right. Uh, next one was read 30 books. Well, nope. But I'm going to get to 25. Yes, you are. So, there you go. Oh, and then this one makes me sad, and I I wrote down ha next to it. Organize music room manipulatives. <laughs> so, well, you know the foam, the mini erasers, all of that stuff. I mean, they're they're basic. Okay, they're 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 organized, but not as organized as they could be. Yeah. Um, this was not a priority. We're not touching things. I'm putting all the manipulatives on their digital, you know, environment. So not a priority. So whatever. Uh, and then go skiing with the family. And that I crossed out and said COVID. Um, yeah. So we usually like to go uh, skiing over spring break in March. Uh, we don't go every year, but we, we've been trying to go, you know, every other year. And we did not do that because... Everything was closed, and rightly so. But I tell you what, it might happen this next spring. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was my next five. And you? Um, my next one is funny. Um, do more music programs at my... Ah was new to me I can no longer say new to me school um but nope not happening because COVID and that's another thing that I'm just kind of like oh well I mean <laughs> I understand the importance of performances and programs but I definitely had, did not try to do anything virtually that's just not my cup of tea so it is what it is um I said I was going to do more gardening and landscaping. I've really just come to the acceptance that I'm really bad at this and I don't need to be better at this. I, I keep trying and I think just where I live and the amount of wildlife that's in my area, it, for me to be a good gardener would take a lot of money and time that I don't have either of. So I'm just going to let that one go and landscaping too. What was I thinking? That's, that's really expensive. So Maybe I had more money this time last year. I don't know. Um, you do have quite a lot of animals in your back area. We do. We have a lot of wild. All those snakes that you well, okay, that one snake. stuff. But the bunnies eat everything. Like even things that start to grow, they nibble it down to the stump. So I would have to like spend a lot of money making like chicken wire cages around things, and I I can't do that right now. Um, so then my next one was learn to knit or crochet, which is funny because I didn't do that, but I have picked up cross stitch, which I feel like might well, be that a counts. What's that? That that definitely counts. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 along the same line. Um, the next one is read Harry Potter to the kids because we did read books one through three to my son when he was younger. 
We did. We didn't read to them, but we had an Audible account for a while. We ended up canceling that subscription because we weren't using it as much as we should have, sadly. We listened to the first Harry Potter and most of the second Harry Potter, and my daughter just really lost interest, and she just, which makes me sad. She just really doesn't care for it, which is, maybe she just needs to be a little older. But my son is now reading book four on his own, which is nice because we're talking about it more, which is good. Um, and then the last one is another one that's like, whatever. Um, it was try more new local restaurants and have a more regular date night with my husband. <laughs> but I will say, because we do, we since we've been meal planning, we allow ourselves, you know, one takeout night per week. And we try to make sure it's always from a local restaurant. So we have been eating in that way more from our local restaurants. Um, but takeout food is just not the same as a date night. So it is what it is, but no restaurants yep. for us. All right, no, last five, no. Tanya. All right, organize my music ed workshop notes. I did that actually. Of course, there's more now to do, but um, it's a, uh, yeah. Most of those are not physical copies, and they're just uh, PDFs and things that. I, so I do have some more. That's something that never goes away. Organizing all of the resources and music um, workshop notes. So yeah, I, I did do a big like overhaul of organizing that so that's fine uh find a vegetable dish that the family loves yeah not really no no I haven't that been, one. <laughs> haven't been successful in that I, I I'm trying uh procure a new iPad for school um yes I did that but if by procure I mean um happy birthday to me it was uh it was a birthday present it's not like it belongs to the school and that's fine because I'm doing all kinds of stuff with it. Um, okay, complete the 30-day, uh, a 30-day yoga challenge. And I did do that early in the year. Um, I did a yoga with Adrian the January, every day, January. And I need to do, I need to go get back to that, um, definitely. And then my last one was meditate every day, which is a very tall order. And I was not successful with every day. And in Looking at this, I'm thinking maybe it's a bad idea to put down anything on this list that is every day because you got to allow, yeah, you got to allow for um, things come up. So, yeah, so I'm, I am, I, I did wane away from meditation and then brought it back and boy, it just does make a difference. So there you go. Okay. And your last five. All right. Well, this one's funny. We we I have put down to watch all the stars Star Wars movies in like chronological order of the storyline, not necessarily order of release. Which we did watch um, the first one um, as a family, and we have Disney Plus, so we can watch all of them. And my son keeps saying, "When are we going to keep watching those?" And I'm like, eh. "And that's the problem." just not super into star wars like it's okay but it's not my favorite we have been doing the same thing with the avengers movies though we kind of switched over to avengers so um our family is on a like all the all the avengers series on disney plus you can watch them all in chronological order so we've been doing that 
Um, oh, this one was actually a biggie. So it says organize office. And I think at the time I literally just meant like pull out the files and reorganize them. Well, we actually ended up did, doing a complete office overhaul um, at the beginning of quarantine. That was kind of our home project that we decided to tackle, which I'm so glad we did because of the amount of time I now spend in here. And I love my cozy little office. It's, it's beautiful. Cleaner and organized and yeah, really happy that we took the time to do that. Um, so that one I'm very proud of. Um, this next one also was interesting. I said, do more folk song research, which I think was just kind of a general thing, but I ended up doing a lot of it when I taught my summer course for CSU this last year, where um, the students and I, we collectively did a lot of research, especially into those quote unquote problematic songs that are showing up on all these lists of why are they problematic what's going on and so yeah I, I have learned how to research much better which has been really interesting because I was always scared of research before and I'm less scared of it now it's, it's still daunting but it's not scary I will say yeah awesome yeah and then I put read and I'm still really bad about reading I mean I have books that you gave me for my birthday in August Tanya that I haven't finished reading but that's that was actually one of my other winter um, break things. I just didn't necessarily mention as my top three, but I will say it's a strong number four. And then the last one was just to explore Colorado more. Just, I felt like our family needed to do more like branching out of our usual places. And I will say within the restrictions of COVID, I feel like we did this, especially in the fall. We went hiking um, every Sunday uh, for a good stretch and we went to different hiking trails we had never been to before and we tried to really branch out of our usual spots when i wrote this list i think what i meant was more camping and going farther away from home but again covid so within within the one to two hour you know driving span of where we live um, i think we did do that some i definitely want to do that more yeah all right well that was somewhat healing and somewhat sad and somewhat funny, but I'm glad <laughs> you me do it. So <laughs> so now it's time for our CODA section, even though we probably just gave a lot of recommendations, we're going to give a few more something we've been enjoying lately, either in our virtual music classroom or out of it i'm guessing we're going to do out of it but i don't know i could be wrong so tanya go for yeah. it um okay i like to listen i like podcasts um yeah so i think i've mentioned before but not officially in the coda there's a podcast by uh npr called it's been a minute with sam sanders and it's just a nice tidy um, overview of like present day culture and it, how it weaves into life. And Sam Sanders, he interviews different people each week and talks about current events. Um, it's very lighthearted, uh, but not always. It can get quite, you know, serious at times. And, and he is just, as I was catching up uh, this past week, on the last few that I have not had hadn't had not had time to listen to, I was just struck by Sam Sanders is just such an excellent interviewer. Um, he just always brings such a great attitude to who he's talking to, and he adjusts to that person so well. And I just so appreciate this podcast. It's been a minute with Sam Sanders. It's never longer than a half an hour, which we can't savor our podcast. Um, and it's just it's 
it's a highlight of, of my week. Awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's mine. But what about you, Carrie? What are you going to recommend? Um, well, mine is just a silly thing, and it's especially good for this time of year. I'm going to recommend a cookbook, specifically a cookie cookbook. Um, this cookbook was given to me, I don't know when, and I just rediscovered it on my shelf, and I love it. It's called Sally's Cookie Addiction. And I'm not much of a baker. I love to cook, but I'm not much of a baker. But every cookie that I have made from this cookie cookbook has turned out fantastic. And it's making me feel like I can actually bake and bake well because it's very clear and her instructions are good. And it's like, oh, there's certain things that I never really realized. Like you really need to chill the dough for a long enough time before you bake the cookies, certain ones, you know. It only took me like a few decades to learn that. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's just, it's a great cookie cookbook specifically, not necessarily all holidays, although she does have a chapter for holiday cookies. But um, I've baked her just her chocolate chip cookies which are great and anyways they're just it's a great little cookbook now I will say um, a little caveat here I just looked and the only way I can actually find this cookbook that you can actually get it right now is a kindle version it seems to be out of stock in most of the major bookstores but you know if you have a local bookstore that can maybe help you out I just wanted to still mention it because it's a great little cookie cookbook and we'll link to it to Amazon. So if you have a Kindle, you can get it. But if you want an actual hard hardcover copy of the book, um, it says it's out of stock everywhere. I guess it's Christmas and everyone's baking. So look, look used, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a great cookbook if you ever can get your hands on it. We've reached the double bar line. Thank you for listening to Music Teacher Coffee Talk. Show notes can be found at musicteacherCoffeeTalkPodcast.com. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Music Teacher Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed this show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. We especially think this time of year of gift giving and thankfulness. If you've never written us a review on iTunes, that would be a lovely holiday gift to Tanya and I, and we certainly would appreciate that. In our next episode, we will be talking about our strategies for planning out the rest of the 2020-2021 school year. Of course, allowing for flexibility in our plans, but also coming up with the game plan of our instruction for the rest of the school year and how we're going to go about that. And just so you know, we will be taking an extra little break over the holidays. So this next episode will be dropping on or around January 10th. Until next time, this is Carrie. And this is Tanya wishing you happy musicking. Music.